Hello and welcome to another, or do we say another episode? Yep. Welcome to another episode. Each episode is a new <laughs> Right. Of, of No Plans to Merge. I'm your host, Caleb Van Schlippenstein. Caleb, can we start over? No. Why? All right, let's keep it going. My audio level was wrong when we started. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. We haven't even started the, yet. Yeah, that's true. I'm your host, Caleb Van Schlippenstein. And I'm your other host, Daniel Von Schnookens. That's right. And today's episode is brought to you by Build-A-Bear. Thank you, Build-A-Bear, for sponsoring the show. an animal of your choice. <laughs> Stuff an animal of your choice. Mm. <laughs> Such a weird... How many other stores are in activity, you know? I know. They're still making it happen, though. Build-A-Bear. You get the morning brew. Mm-hmm. Do you get the morning brew? It's an email newsletter. No, I think it's like the most the most popular email newsletter I think on the planet. Um, no. But yeah, yeah. And there there was a recent uh, thing about Build a Bear and how they're still still going strong. Yeah. Are people like building bears like over Zoom? Or yeah, something? they like they have like a whole online thing now, but they've branched out into like Marvel and stuff. So you can like build like Ant Man, build, build a Thanos or whatever. Yeah, stuff like that. So. So yeah, there's that. I built a bear for Hannah once, mm-hmm. um, alone, and it was like you just went. So what you're dude, telling me is so you, awkward. You went to a mall. Yep. And then you, an adult man, just kind of walked into a build bear and said, yep. "I, what do we do? Like, Take picked me to the out a bear." And then this is, yeah. dude, this is a really painful thing. They wouldn't let me just like <laughs> just buy the bear. I had to do the whole rigmarole. So they're like, dude, it was so there's legitimately this was an awkward experience because and it takes quite a bit for me to feel awkward in a situation like this. But I was genuinely uncomfortable because she said, "Okay, now you now um, give it a squeeze and spin around or something like that. And I had to like hug the bear and spin around in a circle in order to buy, in order to buy the bear. Like, Yo, I'm just trying to buy this bear dog. <laughs> it was it was very uncomfortable because, you know, she's like, do I what do I do? Do I, I don't want to assume that he's too cool for school. Yeah. So like I have to, and then what do I were do? Were you wearing like, the clear glasses? No. See, if you were this wearing those glasses year, many that you're currently ago. wearing, when you went in, so what do you think about these glasses, Daniel? What do you think about I these? think you look like you run a boutique design studio that has an umlaut in the name. You think so? Yeah. I think I look like I like, um, go to like nightclubs or music festivals. Yeah. Well, I think, guys who run cool design studios with umlauts in the names also do that also get off work and go to das funky beats right um it, it definitely has a das funky beats type of vibe they like, i feel like in munich they do like different drugs that we don't have here right you know what i'm saying yep das and the, different those drugs. glasses those glasses have das funky drugs vibe yeah like i look like i do like um i don't know MDMA and like, yeah, uh, and like ketamine. And I, I only listen to uh, electronic music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yep. I look like that. But dude, yeah. So I, I got a new order of glasses and a new shipment. You know, I, I like just buy mm-hmm. cheap glasses online. Um, mm-hmm. So often people are like, oh, are those new glasses? And I'm like, no, they're just in my rotation. I have a ton of glasses because they're $7. Mm-hmm. And so these were 10. But, you know, I'm picking out glasses and Dude, if you have if you're not into Zenny and you wear glasses, like get on the game. And you just scroll down and like I want those, I want those, and you pick funky stuff. So these are glow in the dark. 
that's they glow that's in the, dark the bit. They glow in the dark at your nightclub. Yeah, let me. I don't know if I. You could probably see maybe a little bit. No, kinda. Yeah, but yeah, they totally glow in the dark. And I was like, oh, I gotta have glow in the dark imagine, glasses. Like, does Hannah wear glasses? She does. Well, half the time, contacts a lot. Y'all should both get them. Think about how much money you would save on like lighting bills. Right. Right. Because you could just never, you could just have the lights off at night. Right. Yeah. Because you'd always know where each other And the nice thing is it's kind of like a headlamp where like the light follows wherever you're looking. Oh, so it actually kind of projects a little bit of light? No, I'm totally messing it. That would be cool. I don't notice it until it's nighttime and I like turn the, the light or TV off and then I just have like green in my face, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But dude, but, I freaking so love it, these glasses, man. Like, who cares about all the other glasses I bought? I love yeah. them. Hannah's really on the fence about them because they're so, you know, kind of a little out there. But yeah. dude, I freaking love them. You know, in Big Lebowski, you've seen the Big Lebowski. Yeah. This dog has papers, dude. Um, Actually, I don't know it very well. I've definitely seen it, though. Okay. Well, you know the, you know the German nihilists? No. At the end? Okay. No. In the Big Lebowski, uh, it tur- the bad guys turn out to be like a group of German nihilists. Okay. Um, and there's a point where they say, that's not fair. And he says, you're nihilists. <laughs> anyway, it seems like uh, Lebowski nihilist glasses. Okay. I like it. I think you should lean what into you it because them? like, well, it definitely, they definitely look like you have like a, an outside set of interests you know? <laughs> like they're they looks like you might have like read a little bit of fucking kierkegaard and a little bit of Kierkegaard, but I also have. be into some funky beats and also have like a secret compartment uh, <laughs> in your wallet where you have a little bag of ketamine well, yeah. you know like it's a whole scene yeah dude and an umlaut it looks like you have an it's umlaut. crazy because these are like stock glasses just like my other glasses that i have 10 pairs of they're just glow in the dark <laughs> yeah but they're not like Hannah was like i think i just don't like them because they're in between like you want them to just be white because they're not white and i'm like mm-hmm. no you don't want them to be white because if they're white they'd be like super loud and in your face yeah and if they were clear they would just be clear glasses and I have clear glasses and I don't, you have to I don't be think like they're that Andy cool. You have to be like Andy Warhol level of like swag to rock like just white Doesn't glasses. Doesn't Seth Godin wear white glasses? I'm not exactly who Seth Oh, he's the... Yeah, he's oh, he wears yellow glasses. No, he's he's the yellow. big... Um, yeah. You know, like I think he wrote Good to Great. Um, he's the big marketing guy. Um, oh, he right, wrote a ton right, of marketing right, right. books. He's actually he's yeah. fantastic. I'm I'm a big fan. But I'm gonna share my screen screen quick splamsh so you can see his glasses. This is Seth Godin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, got yellow glasses. That's a level of yellow. swag you got to be rocking to like. The thing about him is that he's totally shaved head bald. Yeah. So like, he has no distractions on his face. Yep from the glasses because he has no hair he has no beard he has no anything yeah so he's like a blank slate upon which you can put like a statement set of glasses you know yep i feel like a guy like you you got a lot of hair a lot of hair beard yep you got a whole situation going on so you add glasses into that you're a little busy i'm a little busy like like big yellow glasses i don't know why i just like these so much but i these are the glasses to rule all glasses for me I mean, they look good. They also look like I should make fun of you a little bit because it looks like you're trying something out and you might feel a little bit vulnerable about no, it. No, that's and the so thing. Is as it's a not friend, that I way. feel like I should, I should razz you. I appreciate the razzing and I encourage uh-huh. you to. 
because yeah. I have also I have a very difficult time picturing what what people think when they see these glasses. But mm-hmm. no, this is just like they're ten bucks, and I have a ton of other glasses, and I just mm-hmm. wear these now. Yeah, no, they look pretty cool. So I like I'm I'm very confident in it, which makes mm-hmm. it. You know, I have other glasses. You know what? If I started wearing these glasses, this is the thing, Decole. So this is another one of the pairs in the in the pile because these are all like seven or nine dollar glasses. Pairs, pairs in a pile. So these are like circle-y looking glasses, you know, for the listener. Yeah. Yeah. And like, no, nah, you know. They're like, too big for your head. They're big. Yeah. And they're, you know what it is? What is it? Your eyeballs are directly in the center of them. Yeah, that's which weird. makes me uncomfortable. Dude, the bridge is way above my nose intentionally yeah, like the fact like that the like, actual nose piece is way below the bridge it's weird yeah, it's like it's like someone drew a perfect circle around each Dude, that's, eye that's what it is man my eyes are like in the bottom lower, third of these glasses if they were lower it would not make me so uncomfortable interesting well whatever i have like other funky glasses that i buy for fun but mm-hmm. i always that, feel awkward wearing glass. them if they're too weird and these are um but yeah. these dude no dude these are my new glasses not man just yeah, and them. people don't even know they're funky until you get to the dust funky beats. Yeah. And then they start glowing. Exactly. Right? People yep. think it's you're all just fun like and a, games until the like lights a hipster go out. with some translucent glasses at first. Yep. And then but psh- you end up at the nightclub and it's like psh- Yep. I can't wait to go to like Dust like, Funky Beats. Uh, I don't know, like Lasertron or like some kind of like um black light family fun center, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just just looks so cool yeah dude you know i can't wait to like play putt-putt and under a black light oh yeah or go bowling just yes bowling at night speaking Uh, of the little lebowski urban achievers we're all very proud dude i basically know no quotes from that movie so i'm just you should watch that movie i mean i literally like scrolled over it i think two days ago and even watched the whole trailer for fun like Mm -hmm. because it was on netflix i think and i just let it play the whole trailer um yeah he's a he's a good man and thorough dude i don't know man i like jeff bridges and i love the coen brothers it is a coen brothers movie right mm-hmm. yeah so there's that she's not my lady friend man she's my special lady yeah there's a lot in there it's all in it's all in me yeah good for you daniel yeah daniel i have more show and tells Please. because it's been so long big reveal it? yeah it has actually kind of you have a cooler. Oh my god! You have a dog. <laughs> it's a pup. Is that is that a permanent pup? <laughs> no, it's my parents' dog. Temporary pup. But okay. I grew up and he's like thirteen, so I lived okay, with him yeah, for yeah. many years. Cool. Like we got him for Christmas one year, but yeah, my parents are out of town, so I got the pup. Watching the dog. Watching the pup. Such a good pup, dude. So white nice pup. to have a pup around. White pup on a white cushion, so I like couldn't. Yeah, it's a little difficult it. to and make I saw out. A blue cooler. I was like, cooler. I'm oh, like, nice oh, cooler. Yeah. No dog. Yep. We are chilling. Oh. We lived. I'll be done with the dog bit in a sec. But we lived our whole lives together. Not our whole lives, but quite a What's bit of our name? lives. Max. Max. No way. Way. I know. My dog's name is Max. I know. It's Max. And also, um, I just realized that my dog, because he came with the name Max. Oh. Yeah. We changed um, his name was Griffin before we named him Max. I just realized he's named after the dog in Little Mermaid. Uh, and he looks just like the just oh, like the dog in Little Right. You just realize this right now? Yeah. Like this. I just realized thing. my dog is named after the dog in Little Mermaid. Yeah, but didn't you are we've already talked about your dog being the little mermaid dog. Okay. Maybe we have. It, it's not just now that I realized it, but like months into owning this dog we realized it. Gotcha. Yeah, that's uh that's very interesting. You Okay. Undadasi.
Um, on, <laughs> so grew up with Max. Our relationship uh-huh. has been brothers yeah. for our whole life. So we're just like mm-hmm. chill out, we coexist. Yeah. Done a lot of yeah. like you know petting, hanging out, but like not a lot of feeding. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, sure, but Bridgerton. you know I'm now we're like blood brothers or like father. Mm-hmm. You know we're not like it's not. I wouldn't say that I'm his father because that would be offensive to my dad. Yeah, I'm but you're like, like the, you're my like dad the died taking care of the siblings. Yeah, yeah exactly. my dad died. And you're the I, man of the house now. Exactly. And yeah. dude, instant bonding like you wouldn't believe all week. It's just like attached to the hip. He comes with me to poop. Like, ooh. So I just bring him in. Anything I do, he just he just wants to be right there. So it's, yeah. it's a great time. I've been kind of pushing Max away this week. I uh, uh-huh. I hurt my... Well, I don't really hurt my neck, but my neck hurts. Oh, no, Daniel. Um, <gasps> And it's like been run for the hills a couple of days of neck hurt neck hurt you know? yeah and max is just being a meatball about it <laughs> like I'll, like i'll just like i'll go to stretch i'll go like uh, and he's like oh, what right, are you doing your dog's like <sighs> six feet tall and he's just like why are you stretching and making a noise like what the fuck let me just get right up in there and so like you're stretching which means you're like in a vulnerable position right Right. And then a dog like jumps on you while your eyes are closed and you like twitch and you just tweak it worse. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I, mean, I, that's, get, I get it. Yeah. So I've been like real kind of irritated by that hmm. because that's been happening like a lot. So <sighs> Sorry, I have to bud, like Max. not stretch. I have to like make sure that I'm like not in a place where he can fuck me up before I stretch. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Pertunst. Hmm. You, so let's br- brief neck sidebar. I know we've talked about necks on this show neck a lot, me. but you got neck problems. Yeah, right? bud. Um, Out my what, wazoo. Where where's your neck problems? Um, where in the neck? Uh, different spots, different times for different problems. But okay, um, it's hard to describe. Let's kind of all thing. over. Yeah. <laughs> So mine's all on the right side right now. Mine too. The right side is is my issue because my spine's like crooked. A, um, do you have okay. like a shorter foot or a crooked spine? I don't know. No? Okay. Um, but uh, You look like a guy with a crooked spine. Yeah. Boy, you look like a guy with a crooked foot. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's this action process song where he says... Uh, I had the chef salad. She had the club foot with that little arm. <laughs> That's funny. He just, like he, he uh, you know, compares like a club foot to a club foot long sandwich. Yep. It's funny. Oh, I thought. Anyway. Right. Oh, I'm thinking a Cobb salad. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking, yeah. Okay. Yep. I gotcha. Had, I had the chef salad. She had the club, club foot. foot. Okay. With that little arm. And then, and then you like realize what he was saying. It was funny. Yep. Very anyway. Funny. Um, so it's like right between like my shoulder blade and my neck. Word, yep, okay. That muscle that just kind of runs from your shoulder blade like all the way up your neck. Yep. Um, so if you look like down, is like, it activates it when you look down? Um, it's well, like I if I look like past my right shoulder, yep. it hurts. Gotcha. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean it's just stiff. Yeah. It's stiff and it's like I can feel like there's like fucking naughtiness and right. stuff all in there. I've massaged the hell out of it. So I've been gold bonding. I've I went spent to my many, homie's house and got in his hot tub. I've spent many hour. years figuring out the neck problem and here's the TLDR. Here's how yeah. you fix your neck problems. 
there is a book. You got mm-hmm. two options here. You can go and watch Bob and Brad. I did that yesterday. So yeah, get to Bob and Brad. And I'm trying to think of the video specifically. They have like find their most clickbaity neck pain video. It's like 10 only things you ever need or whatever. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. The alternative is a book called Treat Your Own Neck. It's a mm-hmm. thin little book that takes you two seconds to read. You can order on Amazon for like 10 bucks. And the exercises in that book are all you need. And also you need a towel to like wrap around your neck and then look up. Because if you just look up and back without the towel, it's like too much. Like too, it it's not good. But with the towel, it gives it enough of a barrier to like stretch out your neck that way. And then you can take the towel and pull it up where you're and then look up and you're pulling like your whole head up and back out of your body so it's like you get that decompression juice so anyway every day for me it's towel and then it's this s-shaped looking massager that you need to get yep i I got one okay great have we talked about this or you just are already around i I got one okay so you need that and a towel and then bob and brad and you fix your problem yeah yep yep and that's all you need there bud there you go so you got the massager thing. That's all you need. Yeah. I don't know about the towel thing. So I'll, I'll try that. Maybe that'll, yeah, do the towel. Maybe it's in the other, like this is in the book. And I think Bob and Brad cover this, but l- laying on your bed face up mm-hmm. with your head off the bed. Yep. But start so with your head have, a little bit off the bed first, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have um, like a bench that came with my dining set. Okay. That I prefer to do that. With. Interesting. My bed. Seems too my bed is rigid. Too mushy. Yeah, no, you want that gradual slope off. I don't think you want the... But it doesn't, like, feel good when I do it on the bed. But huh. it feels great when I do it on well, the bed. Well, do your deal, man. There you yeah, go. Yeah. But this is the thing. I actually know of, like, a million positions wait, that I can be wait, in. Wait, my headphones good. fell off and I literally can't right. hear you. Speak. So I'm aware of, like, ten positions that I can get into that feel good. Okay. Um... Problem is that those aren't the positions in which I need to live my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I do. So I'm trying to make this thing go away so that I can go back to the positions I need to be in, which are like standing up and walking around or sitting in my chair working at a computer or whatever. Yep. And those positions all suck right now. Interesting. Surprised the standing up and walking around sucks. Yeah. It all sucks. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll figure it out. One of these, it's gonna be something, and then I'll forget what it is by the it time t- this happens. I mean, dude, it'll it'll go away. Uh, you know, if you do all your stuff, yeah. it'll go away, and then it'll come I, back I, later if it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get this exact same sort of neck pain like every six months or something. Yeah. Um, and then I always figure out something to get rid of it. Yep. But then I always forget like what thing that I did. And part of it is just it goes away. Yeah, that's the thing. like you're gonna no matter what you, your exercise could be like pulling on your earlobe, mm-hmm. and then after two weeks you'll be like, "Huh, that really helped." Yeah, because your body heals itself. You know, <laughs> that's why chiropractors are still in business. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this chiropractor because they check in. Oh, you feeling better? Yeah, you know, I am feeling better after that injury I had. Like bodies do, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. 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 That's how, that's how it be. So, um, we've talked about how chiropractors and my, my line on chiropractors what's your line <laughs> we probably I have but I, a, I never want to go to a doctor that asked me to sign up for a monthly plan oh yeah it's good you know line. What I'm saying? good line it just seems fucked up like it seems like you know that you're not gonna fix me yep 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's like a yeah, it's not a doctor; it's a service, like a masseuse or. But I mean, yeah. Um, but I smell you. I mean, that's a. It's important to not classify them as doctors. Yeah. Yeah. It's very scary. Yeah, man. The monthly plan aspect—it just feels like it's like a. I don't know. Feels like a bad scene. Dude, you seen these videos where they? I forget what it's called—the Y strap or something—where they strap this thing around people's heads and they just like tear their head off it doesn't actually come I off i don't want that right but, now dude oh my gosh it's just, just huge jerk on their head and this oh, pop I think, yo i think drexler has one. oh you can't do it yourself it's like some it's like some oh he has some shit that you like strap around your chin and stuff yeah, and then hang it from a doorknob yeah that's yeah. which is like definitely the way you're gonna die i know and isn't that crazy dude i've almost bought one of those so off. many times and yeah. then i just don't want to be seen as that guy asphyxiating erotic asphyxiation yeah. guy yeah exactly <laughs> what a way to go <laughs> it's just i feel like every time he's walking by it, trips on the cord yeah. caleb dies i feel like every time you use it you should write a note that's like this is not a sex thing <laughs> <laughs> just in case that's when you die dude oh uh, yeah yeah anyway i could totally go for someone ripping my head off right now honestly yeah no i smell you but dude yeah i mean the you know you know the um you know what actually you have long hair i used to don't care you know you go into like um what's it called snake but po- not snake pose the pose cat po- no whatever when you you're like i did yoga pose like picture kneeling down and then yep. bowing like to mecca Downward sort dog. of deal and then nope your knees are down. You're sitting on your heels. Okay. Okay. You're sitting on your heels. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh-huh. And you're leaning forward with like your chest on the ground. So between you're like your legs, prone right? or I don't even know what you call it. You're leaning between your knees. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the name of that, but you're right. sure. So you're doing that and your forehead's like touching the ground, you know? Huh? Then you Five. take your hair and you pull your hair. Ooh. And it is amazing. Decompression. Really? Yes. Because you're getting like dual action, like you're, mm-hmm. it's just for some reason it's the best, it's the best like head decompression you can get without buying an asphyxiation device. So like, yeah. So if you get like At halfway Spencer's. in, if you get halfway in and you're like, in this state of kind of like tension where you're like pulling your hair and whatever. Yeah. And then like a ninety pound dog just like knocks you over. Is that good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> Who has a ninety pound dog? I do. <laughs> That's what's gonna it's good to me. it's good yeah. yes yeah good is the answer he he hates when anyone does yoga he's like what are you doing on the floor this is like this is dog territory what are you doing like he'll come up and just like nose you and Funny, be like yeah. hey man yeah that's the way to get like yeah. down in their their world like yeah, yeah. anytime i want to like roll around with max it's right on the ground you're i love like laying down and then he comes up and sniffs your face you know it's so weird that we both have dogs called max i know white fluffy dogs, named, fluffy dogs max. named max of Just varying very sizes. different sizes yeah yep yep, yep. yep, yep, yep i yep. think our dog's poops are very different sizes as well oh, yeah yeah your dog's probably got to poop four or five times to to do one of max's easily yeah minimum man that boy can poop i bet i bet he oh, could yeah. that dude that's pretty wild like i got my little poop bags just, you know, uh-huh. kind of like pinch picking up his little little droppings. Yeah, yeah. You probably got like, if, you, you gotta, you if you're using the, a boot bag, you're like. You got to take the bag and do a two-hand scoop. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. My boot yeah. bags wouldn't work for that. Yeah. 
Um, oh man, that's yeah, funny to yeah, yeah. to like be for so little material to be between you and that pile is just it's got to be exhilarating. <laughs> um, Caleb, I have a complaint. Speak to me. It's about React. Okay. Um, and I know you haven't been. You've never really been a React. Don't but, tell me what I haven't been, Daniel. Sure. But let's talk about <laughs> React for a second. Because okay. I've been in React for a minute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You've been into it. So, you know, it's the it's the brave new world where we use hooks. We don't use, like, yep. we use functional components. We don't use those, like, old school class components where you said, like, where you defined the state. Defound. Def- where you defound the state. Yep. And you use, like, the set state method to, like, set your state object and blah, blah, blah. For blah, sure. Right? For sure. So instead, what you do now is, like, const, and then you do, like, a destructure array where you're, like, uh, phone number, comma, set phone number equals uh, use, use state, and then w- the default value, right? Yeah. So it's cool. It looks great. It's ergonomic. You love to see it. You love to use it. Okay. It feels very nice. You've got these variables that are in scope. You don't have to do state dot phone number all over the place in your app. You don't have to randomly destructure state somewhere to access these variables. You know? Yeah. It's nice. It feels nice. Bad news bears. Here's oh. the situation. It sucks mm. in dev tools. Mm. So React dev tools used to be you could open the component and there was a section called state and it had your whole state and it had a key value pair of this thing is this thing and this thing is right. this thing and this thing is this thing and this thing is this thing. Yep. No more. Doesn't exist. Huh. Um, so yeah, because there's no you, central ob- state object. It's just like correct. these little and, use hooks. And DevTools doesn't know like what variable names you've assigned to these hooks. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't know what the label is. So instead, now there's a section called hooks. And you go in there. And if you have like four different hooks that are like null, mm-hmm. that haven't been set yet, it just is like null, 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 null. It doesn't tell you which one is null. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So so seems like what some people are doing is like basically working backwards and going const state comma set Funny. state yep. is use state and then just basically like managing yeah. state themselves so that they can have the key value pairs back. It's crazy, dude. This is insane, right? This is insane. Okay, so I'm I'm thinking there's got to be a way to make a hook that is like use, use good tools. state. Use good state. Okay. And it's just like use state. It's exactly the same as use state, yep. right? Yeah. Except that it also like reflects the value into some object that I can like use for debugging somewhere in DevTools. You know? Like gotcha. it creates a second state object. Right, right. There's right. an object that is like all of the yeah, like objects it, that when you're use, using use good, good state, state anything you register with it, it's also registering like a mirror in an object. In some other object. And keeping yeah. it synchronized or maybe... And it's keyed. Yeah. It's keyed yeah, yeah, somehow yeah. by the variables. Right. Or maybe you're accessing you know? that property on that object when you're yeah, doing your, your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like... And it's, it's just crazy mm. to me that like this doesn't seem to be really bothering people that much. Huh. Like, it seems like a thing where everyone just kind of accepted, like, oh, yeah, this is good. Like, 
functional components good uh state hooks good yep and they just like lost like this incredibly powerful debugging tool that they had just slipped away like so many grains of sand and no one seems that mad or upset or like huh. motivated to fix it do a lot of people use dev tools everyone uses dev tools everyone i think uses dev tools right yep i don't know i assume what do i know yeah it's react dev tools dude like, you should uh you gotta this is your thing man you gotta start with a tweet and see how you know because maybe nobody's rallied up because nobody's rallied anybody up. Yeah, I guess. Just do the tweet and be like, yo, what's up? Like anybody else yeah. like this? And then everybody's what like, yeah, what's up with that? And you're like, let's fix it. Let's do something. Yeah, it sounds like a good... Do um, some. Yeah. Interesting, Dan sounds, Cole. Sounds like a good hill to die on, right? Yeah. Like this this bad. Bad. And small. Not it's good. bad no reason it feels like. Because the other, I mean, the other important thing about the tweet is that you tweet it out and they go, oh, bro, you're not using good dev tools. Good dev tools. <laughs> React hash good dev tools. Yeah. And then That's you true. go, If there oh, was right, good dev well, tools, I'd love to be using them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's just like a, it's a, good that's little a minor that's a minor complaint I've been chewing on of late. Yep. That's, <sighs> yeah, that's, that's something. Dan Cole. Dan Cole? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a topic. Taxes. Mm-hmm. We should talk about taxes. Let's talk about, them. Let's talk about, we talk about taxes. Cool. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Specifically, uh, yes. what do you do for your taxes? Are you an so, LLC? Are you an S corp? Are you a I sole proprietor? Shit out of my accountant. Do it. My accountant is fucking. Tell fired, me about dude. your accountant. I'll tell you about him. His name, I'm just going to fucking dox my accountant. I don't give a shit. His <laughs> name's George Gabler. Oh, he works George at Goldsmith, Gabler. Mollis, and Gray in Asheville, North Carolina. You can Google him. George Gabler. Goldsmith, Mollis, and Gray. There he is. PLLC. Yep. Let me add him. This looks like this a goober. Fucking guy, dude. I swear to God. Um. All right, so you deferred my taxes from 2020 for okay. me. Oh yeah, all right. Whatever. Okay. So those are deferred, so they haven't been filed yet. Oh. Um. Then we've got some quarterly taxes that he basically was like, "Don't worry about it. Just pay the fine. It's not that much." Okay. Um. Then I have formed an LLC. Okay. I have an EIN. Yeah. I sent him uh I forget what document he needed from me that he could then submit to S Corp, my LLC. Yep. Uh, um to S Oh, okay, yep, okay. He needed a document from me and then yeah, he was yeah. gonna read it over and then send it on to the IRS. Okay. Um then he, so he was going to file your LS, LLC as an S corp for your taxes. Correct. Okay. Which is some form that you. This have is to tracking. Do. This is tracking. Um, other things that he was going to do. He was going okay. to set me up with. Uh, he was going to send me an invite to QuickBooks in a way that like they could access the QuickBooks from within yeah. the accounting company. Okay. Um, 
and they were basically going to do my payroll for me and like pay me my yep. salary from my money. Um, okay. And, but I can't set up the business banking or I can't set up the business bank account because uh, I'm waiting until the S Corp designation comes back. Okay. Anyway, he had like six to do's. I had one to do. My one to do was send him this thing for him to then send on to the IRS. Yeah. I sent him the thing. I haven't heard a goddamn thing in a month and a half. Wow. And I've you text, pung him I've, I've again? pung him, dude. But this is the thing. He's a guy who I kind of feel like he's unpungable. Oh, yeah, yeah. He looks like You that. know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's on Hotmail. Well, is that I mean, what you're referring to? His pager? He's well, his email is like That's at just... gmgcpa.com or whatever. Gotcha. Like it's it's a business email. Pardon my ageism. But it looks but like yeah. Seth Godin, actually. Well, it's like you, can, you can text him and get no response. Yeah. You can call him and go to voicemail. Word. You can call the office, which can you during go to the his summer, office? During the summer has ridiculous hours. Like yeah. It's it's always closed when you think it's open. It's always open when you think it's closed. Just like McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, long story short, I've got to get back a hold of him. I just always forget. I really should call him as soon as this podcast is over because Thursday at 3 p.m. seems like a good time to get a hold of a guy. For sure. You know? Um, But yeah, I've been so unsuccessful with like figuring out what the hell is going on over here. I even... Uh, one of our friends is in a band. Do you know Papadozio, the band? No. Okay, anyway, one of our friends is in a band with a guy from Papadozio. I was at a party with these Papadozio dudes. And he Did you wear your glow-in-the-dark glasses? No, no, I didn't, I didn't have them on. Not that kind of party. But do you remember the day when I was like freaking out about quarterly taxes? Yeah. So it was that day I went to a barbecue. Okay. And someone there used to with be Papa an accountant. Roach. My, my friend Grace used to be an accountant. Okay. So I was like, Grace, save me. What do I do? Talk to me about quarterly taxes. Please tell me about quarterly taxes. What do I need to know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know. I never really did that stuff. But oh, Grace. These, because she was like an accountant at a company, <sighs> you know, like bookkeeping for a big company. Yeah. Um, anyway, she was like, but these guys in Papadozio just got an accountant they really like and they S corped and did all this stuff for the band. Okay. So like, talk to them. So I talked to them. I got the accountant's name. It's a woman in her 30s. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is what I want, you know? Yeah. It's not a 70-year-old man. Uh, it's a person who operates a business under their own name. Yeah. They're not part of like some like Jeff, Steve, and Bob's accounting service. <laughs> Incorporated LLC partners. Gabler, Gabler, know? Gabler, and Gabler. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not Gabler, 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 and Gabler. Um. So I just, I was like, great, this is what I want. I want like an accountant I have like a good business working relationship with, you know? Yep. I hit her, I hit her up. I get the uh, person, the like administrative person. Uh, they say, great, Sarah's going to call you back. Guess what hasn't happened? Sarah Sarah's never called back. back. Oh, that lying, skeeving. It's the worst, dude. I like, what does a guy got to do? Yeah, you know what a guy's got to do? And now I do? feel like I'm in the worst setup possible because I have like, I'm technically nah. like in the middle of something with right. this George guy. I would like, say you're fine, except the only thing I don't know if you're fine is with the whole deferment thing. But 
Oh, we've done it every year. It's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh, also, I discovered I can't refinance my house until like oh a year from March because I don't have enough like history of self-employment income. Really? Interesting. So I like have to. I think you'd be fine. Yeah. But uh, I have basically they said you need a year of tax returns, but because I started in March, sure. it would be. Like, I would have to file those taxes, so it would actually be, like, a year from January I could theoretically refinance yep. my house, you know? Yep. Um, Which cool, sucks cool, cool. the rates are so good right now. So hot right now. So hot right now. Daniel, anyway, I put an offer on a house taxes? this morning. Oh, my God, you did? Yeah, this morning. Actually, With a like dog? Two hours you got ago. a dog? You got a house? You got clear glasses? I don't even know you anymore. It's a different world. It's a different me. Yeah. New me. Yeah. Yeah, put an offer down. Put a, we'll find out tonight. put an offer on a house in Buffalo. Yeah. How many bedrooms? How many square feet? 1,500 square feet, three bedrooms, feet. one bath. Two or three? Three. Three. Three right, bedrooms. Yep, one bath. One bath. It's an old school house. It's 1908. Oh, yeah. One floor, over two 100 floors. years old. Um, two floors. Single floor. Two floors. Two floors. It's actually very big for the description I just gave it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because like 1,500 very... square feet is not very big. But I mean, my house is... 1200 square feet so it's bigger okay. than my house yeah no it i mean you're in it and you're like oh this is i mean it's a bit like the ceilings are super high you know well and you've like lived in a little like thousand square foot apartment for yeah a long time. i'm in like a hobbit's hole yeah um but it's a house just like this in the sense that it's like an old hamburg house that's it was 19 1908 or 1910 so it's like a stone foundation and everything um but yeah so there's you know it says three bedrooms one bath but there's everything's like big and old you got, a, you got a yard? Yeah, a nice yard. Like fence? a big yard. No fence. Very exposed to the neighbors. Like no shrubbery. Okay. So uh-huh. probably end up doing the fence thing. No driveway. It has a gravel driveway. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of like things that are, you know, you would look at this and you would not think like, this is a really nice house. But so I no garage, freaking I love it. Small garage. It's like a small garage. One you get car. a ni- 1908 house with a small garage? Yeah. Yeah, they, th- they tossed a garage in. Yeah. Not in 1908, they didn't. No, they did not. What, are you sticking your Model T in there? Right. They're, yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, it's crazy that literally... I mean, I was just thinking of that. This house was built before anyone had cars. Yeah. Like, there were no cars. Yeah. There's well, like, there were a couple cars. But, a couple cars. But you didn't, you didn't have this house and a car. No. It was built not with cars in mind. And there's like oil, you know, like um, gas things in like different rooms for the gas lamps, you know, mm-hmm. to light the house and Do everything. We have so. a gas lamp post in our front yard oh nice dude that's awesome like, lion the witch in the that's wardrobe the dream style. bro that's so cool there's a few people I didn't in even hamburg realize that it was that. gas because we were oh, doing I, a bunch I of hannah tells me not to like advertise where i live <laughs> on the internet what do you think about that uh i mean i guess at some point you could become famous enough that it would matter i don't think you're there yet thanks bud yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you like do you think Taylor has to worry about like he has a PO box for people to send stuff to him? I think Taylor and Adam might be at the point where they got to be a little concerned. Like if I found out where Adam lives that yeah, like I would be showing up on his front door for sure. There are crazies. There are crazies, it's true. That's the thing. Yep. And when, you know, think, everything went south you're... for Jack McDade, people were like, I mean, that's not a time you would want people to know where you live. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone would do that. People threatened him and stuff. 
Did they really? Totally. It's wild. Um. Anyway, hope that's public knowledge. <laughs> long story shorter, man. Yeah. Um. I think you're good right now, but yeah, don't say your address. Okay. <laughs> but knowing I that you say live in Hamburg, New York, is probably not like that specific. Yeah, maybe not. Um. So we're gonna bleep it all out, and then actually, let's change. Ooh, ooh. ooh let's yeah, let's so change, we'll change the, the name, name of the, the town, town to Hamburg. To Hamburg, and then yeah, they'll yeah, so hear every me say time Hamburg that the we say time. Hamburg, they're gonna hear Hamburg. They're gonna hear Hamburg the entire time. This is yeah. brilliant. Uh-huh. This is great. Um, great. Yeah. So put an offer in a house, and we're we offered like a zillion times above asking, like board, and I put in an escalation clause, so like this thing could just escalate out of control. You know. Wait, I'm so sorry. What is going on here? Well, so we put in an so offer. They asked for twenty above money. asking. Uh huh. Why? Um, because dude, every house around here is, is like forty is right fifty now? above. Yeah. Okay. So crazy. With an escalation clause for up to like sixty above or fifty five. What's an escalation clause? It's just like, hey, we'll so beat anybody else's else offer up to this amount by this amount. You know. Damn. So yeah. Yep, waived inspection, waived everything, like no contingencies. Like, give me this, give me this freaking house. house. I'm approved for unlimited money, and I want yeah. this house. <laughs> yeah, give it to so, me. Okay, here's a great question, Caleb. Yeah, you have enough cash in the bank to buy a house, Daniel. I really don't like you talking about my finances on the podcast. But we know how much money you brought in. <laughs> I just you, joke. you're very public. I'm rich, bitch. Um, um, what's that? I have you, enough money for what? You have enough money in the bank to purchase a house outright. No. Some like houses. cash? Some houses for sure. Right? Not this house. Not this house. So you're getting a mortgage. Getting a mortgage, yeah. How much are you putting down? Like 60. Uh, percent? 60,000. Thousand dollars. Okay. Right. Which is not that much. It's not 20%. The do- you know what? No, I think I'm just, for right now, I'm just doing like a 15 year, 20% down. Which okay. would be, I don't know, between 40 and 60. I just don't know the math. Probably, and what uh, mortgage rate are you getting? I don't even know, dude. But you low. Know. It's pretty That's low. A, it, yeah. I mean, they're all pretty low right now. So you can't do that. Because we did all this for another, because we've put like three offers down so far. Mm-hmm. So we did all this stuff and I stressed about all these decisions. So like this time I'm just like, we yeah, got the guy, we got it all set up. It's all, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I haven't even like thought about it. Did, so you waived inspection. So you're not even getting an InterNACHI member to do your home inspection. Oh. You could have, though. Is that what InterNACHI does? Is home inspection? InterNACHI has members who are home inspectors. Interesting. InterNACHI is a trade organization for home inspectors. Dude, had no idea. <laughs> I thought it was... I thought you guys made USB uh, hubs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you should. Because uh, that's a good name for I don't that. work there anymore. Um, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> they might pivot. <laughs> like Netflix did. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, international inspectors, yeah. So, our realtor was like, I'm like, is there any way we could get an inspector? And they're like, you're not allowed to do that before it closed. There's so many things. And I'm like, that's so stupid. Why the heck yeah. can't I just, like, what, what? This is silly. But Dude, it's a terrible market to, like, make any demands as a person buying a house right yeah, now. Yeah, I have, there's no demands. But, I mean, as soon as I saw it in the market, I loved it. And I walked over there with Mitch. And the, the owners were out, like, around. So, I just stood there until they acknowledged me. And they let me in. Yeah. And I got to see the whole house, like... So that, whatever, I saw it like right away and then I saw it again and then we saw it again, whatever. So we did like a, like a, you know, under the radar inspection where you get a guy 
and you just book a showing yep. for as long as you can. Yeah, I did one of them. Yeah, and that's what we did. So, hell yeah, yeah. So yeah. um, yeah. So I was uh, there was some water in the attic, not like a lot. Yep. But like there was a piece of wood that was kind of wet, and I was like, "Is this roof leaking?" So I brought my guy over. Gotcha. But it was winter, and it turns out it was like condensation oh. on the nails dripping wow. and running to this one spot and it was just like a little tiny bit wet and he was like you're hmm. fine nice this is not this is not the roof yeah but yeah dude these inspector Mason. dudes are like they're like in uh detectives you know yeah no, this great. guy will be like oh uh a uh, cobbler lived here you can tell because um this shoe leather sp- spill you know i don't know but just crazy stuff that they're like <laughs> right 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 just <laughs> wait what's that <laughs> they they this dude literally found a spare um staircase that they covered up like an entire staircase a spare case a spare a spare case <laughs> for like the servants or something i don't know but there's a second staircase it goes in from house. first to first to second floor yeah and it's just hidden it's just hidden so you could just knock out a wall and have two staircases sort of yeah basically dude yep I know. Get on that. That's what makes me want to buy this house, dude. It's because like... Well, here's the thing. I'm always... Just going to find like hidden stuff. I'm always thinking, you know, like say you get... uh, You either get like home invaded or raided by the cops, right? Yeah. Yep. You don't want to be like cornered in an area of the house without good... You want a second staircase for sure. So if you have a second staircase, you run up the stairs. The cops think they have you cornered. They just have to watch the stairs. Yep. Meanwhile, you sneak down the other stairs and right. you're good. And, and the then cops you are just standing there holding sneak their up dicks. behind the cops. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you leave them a little note on their car like, ha next time, sucker. becomes the prey. Um, you know in... <laughs> you write it in their window. You know, the, <laughs> in their, you know the Kevin Mitnick story? No. You know Kevin Mitnick, right? No. no. The like most famous hacker ever. No. Um, okay, anyway. I'm not into computers. Oh uh, yeah, you're not into computers. Anyway, when Kevin Mitnick was like, uh, like, the walls were closing in on him, he basically like learned either by hacking the FBI or because he had a friend who, who had some communications from the FBI or something. Okay, he n- knew that the FBI was coming to raid him the next day. Okay, and he emptied out his house of everything except he left a, a twelve pack of Krispy Kreme donuts in the fridge. Oh my gosh! How cool is Send that? Send him a message and How a little is that treat. The most, that's the most balling thing that ever. Is. It's just like the cops show up to raise your house, and it's just like I left you a twelve pack of donuts. Right. Enjoy, boys. <laughs> think they ate him? What? You think they? Oh, ate they him? probably ate him. They definitely ate him. I'd eat him. Like the cops in uh, the Santa Claus. Yep. Yep. The Santa Claus. Yeah, the Santa yep. Claus. <laughs> exactly. We talked about this on the show, right? such a great ladder how like i didn't know that until adulthood that's until like late into my life Hmm. (laughs) that's what santa claus is Mm -hmm. the santa claus so Mm -hmm. the santa claus Mm -hmm. daniel um taxes daniel yeah we never even really talked about taxes we just so many things to talk about what do you guys talk about okay well, well we'll lead with this here we got the big yellow book Sandy Botkin, CPA Esquire. <laughs> Escort. Um, <laughs> Escort. <laughs> lower your taxes big time. 
Anyway, I've been listening to stuff. I've been reading stuff, and I'm back on the the tax evasion You're train. Back on your bullshit. I'm back on bro. Um, yeah. And there's so many things, but here's a small thing. Dude, that, the fancy finance man is back. Fancy finance He's got man some is new back. Glasses. Well, here's the, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is like now I have the ability to look at um, business stuff. Or before it was just Business. salary tax stuff, which is Business. boring. And there's not a lot of levers you can there's pull. There's not a lot of levers. Self-employment, it's all levers all the way down. It's all levers all the way down. Yeah. That's it's why we're here. Baby. how many levers there are. We like to increase our number of available Shh. levers. Seriously. First tax tip. This has nothing to do with self-employment, but, and this is something tons of people know, I just forgot for some reason, and now I'm on a mission to attain an HSA. You have an HSA, Dan Cole? Do you have a high deductible health plan? Uh, I have like a relatively medium deductible. Tell health me your plan. deductible. I don't remember. Tell but me, it's like, Daniel. I don't remember. Give me a number. Here's here's what I know about my health plan. Uh, it is the least amount of money I could pay to get a deductible that was that didn't seem like we would never hit it. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna guess twenty five hundred. Um, and that covered these pills that charlotte needs that without insurance are 750 dollars a month Woo! so okay. it was like we need something that covers these particular pills that are 750 dollars a month yeah we need a deductible that doesn't seem like pointless to even have insurance if the, your deductible is that high right yep um so that anyway i think i pay 900 dollars a month for our health insurance risky yeah you might you might not mm, i don't know no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you would be able ah, whatever. I don't know. If you're eligible, you should get an HSA right now. And this is why. It is literally like something I would talk to my accountant about if you Dude, your accountant's a quack. Like don't listen to George Cabler Jr. Senior CPA escort. escort. <laughs> <laughs> oh don't listen to him. He's full of it. An HSA, no, he would tell you the same thing. An HSA, ooh. Big buddy, it is like the best investment. Basic, it's like the best. Honestly, it's one of the best money vehicles. Period. Out there, like nothing is better. Okay, so it's jaw dropping. So much better start, than a Roth IRA. Let me start you much with my better. Skepticism. Yeah. Let me start you with it so heavily. <laughs> so my skepticism is. If I understand an HSA correctly, yeah. I can only spend this money on healthcare things, right? Right. Okay. Okay. So Daniel pops out a kid. Sure. There you go. Definitely going to cost you a couple G's, something uh -huh. like that. Done deal. Yep. Pay it with this money. Yep. When you're 65, floodgates open, you do whatever you want with the money. So it's a okay. retirement account up to 65. Daniel, much better than this. Here's why this is literally the best retirement account of all time mm -hmm. any any medical costs you incur so anything you pay out of pocket for medical anything you keep the receipts and you don't have to take it out of your hsa then and there you can just keep all those receipts so you're gonna have three kids minimum right three four couple three couple five probably one but yeah. one or four or five you have a couple kids you rack up all these receipts you break your arm whatever you something you're gonna mm -hmm. you're gonna do some stuff you rack up these receipts for all these medical expenses. And then when you want to retire earlier, when you just want cash influx or whatever, you just start cashing your money out of the HSA with these receipts. And you can just take it out whenever you want. 
So you just pay yourself back for your medical expenses. Essentially. So yes, it does have to be spent on medical expenses until you're 65. But let he who does not have medical expenses in life throw the first stone. <laughs> I mean, we don't have that many medical expenses. Um, so. <laughs> okay. Dude, yeah. there's got to be like, there's got to be qualifying medical expenses that aren't just things that you normally use insurance for. Like, I don't know. HSA qualified medical. Dude, medical expenses happen, bro. Yeah, of course they do. I'm just saying like. Do not I'm, burst this bubble. I am generally like skeptical about these like fancy investment vehicles that like lock your money up and penalize you for using it for whatever mm, you want. Mm, no, no. Okay. So you want to buy, you want to go to the chiropractor? Done. Medical expense. No, you need crutches. Caleb, stop talking about medical expenses. Here's what I'm saying. What if I want to do something that's not a medical expense? Like, I don't know, like buy an office building. No, this is the thing. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, so this isn't going to be your big thing because it's limits fairly low. It's like, okay. For two people, it'd be like 7200 bucks or something a year. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So you got your $7,200 limit. You, sure. As you spend money on anything, nasal spray at a Walgreens, mm-hmm. um, whatever, physical therapy. I'm <laughs> just reading things and you're like, stop reading things. <laughs> but yeah, like, I know what medicine is. I'm like aware of many of no, the- No, but I bet like, like- What about podiatry, <laughs> dude? Are you doing podiatry? You getting those Dr. Shoals, bro? What else do we have? Um, okay, yeah, probably definitely your Dr. Schultz. Okay, so probably, anything probably that floss. you do, you're buying floss. You can probably write that on. That's a dollar right there. Definitely, um, for sure. So all Q-tips. those things, wheelchair, um, <laughs> anything you could buy at Walgreens, um, roll aids. You can buy a lot Kit of things Kats. at Walgreens. You can get those little like mini drones at Walgreens. <laughs> yeah, so definitely not what you could buy at Walgreens because Walgreens is okay. Anyway. You get the point. You just collect all this stuff for a long time. And then, you know, and then before you're 65, you're able to take out money. But yeah, it's, I guess it's more of like a 65 type deal. Sure. But for me, it's not because I have a high deductible plan anyway. So like Uh over the years, let's just say after 10 years, I can't imagine not having like, I don't know, six, $7,000 in medical receipts. Right. You know? I don't know, yeah. man. Here's the problem. It's hard for me to uh-huh. not see the power in this, even just w- just leaving it in there to 65. So l- let's let's change my statement here. Yes, you have to lock it up till 65, okay? But yeah. you don't pay taxes on the money going in, just mm-hmm. like a traditional IRA, and you don't pay money on the taxes going out. Wait, you don't pay taxes on the money going out like a Roth IRA. You get both. So it's tax-free both ways. It's tax-free both ways. Where That's else do you get money out of your income that is tax-free both ways and you can yeah. invest it in like Never. index funds. Never. So no other vehicle gives you this advantage. So that's but cool. this gives you this advantage. So it's like cool. the super IRA. You love to see it. So open an IRA. Open an HSA. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So all right. HSA. Boxes checked. HSA. I, box I checked. It. You know the S-Corp thing. Like yeah. why so to I file as an S-Corp. Thing. Um, talk to me. Speak to Should me. Should I live in a state that doesn't have state tax? I have no I idea. Anywhere. Why? That seems like a good thing. It seems like a feature, Daniel. I don't live in a state that doesn't have state tax. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you should if you live there. 
Um, that's a great question. Because I, I like the other day, I was like, you know, Tennessee is like a rock throw yeah. away from where I live, and they don't have state taxes. Yeah, like, that's very cool. And like, like how much money and, is that really? You know, you, start you know thinking. what? I mean, that's a great question. If I had it handy, because like I, I yeah, would just like, pull up like TurboTax and see how much I paid in state taxes. But I definitely paid a freaking amount. Mm-hmm. You know. Now it wants me. Okay, yeah, but no, I mean it's somewhat significant. I don't know. Probably anyway. So probably whatever. Between five and eight percent would be my guess. Yeah, I think I'm like a seven or something. Yeah, which is something. So if you make, I don't that's know, a hundred grand, then yeah, that's seven grand. Yep, and that's which go right is in your the HSA, amount of bro. money that you think that getting an HSA is going to save you. So <laughs> yeah. Um. So or no, that's the amount of money that you think you're not going to pay taxes on by getting it. So anyway, right, which will save you like literally that money straight up more than that. Like it'll save me 1500 bucks just this year alone, at least, you know, because that money would be taxed at the normal marginal tax brackets. Right. right, right, So it's like if it's at 22 percent or something straight up, I just get 22 percent of that money in my pocket this year, you know. Yep. Yep. So it does like make you money right away in Mm -hmm. the tax savings. You got to spend money to make money. You got to spend money to make money. Exactly. You have to you spend money. You got to go to the doctor. You have to spend money to save money. Yeah. Is the mantra. This is, that's yeah. my like big, like hidden joke for whatever, you know, my, my big, like funny yeah. internal joke for people who talked about this, people who. Is like, there a way to like get your money, money back out of a doctor in some way? Like, you know how people like do like a uh, credit card manufactured spend. Okay. Is there a way to do manufactured spend on healthcare? Where you like spend a bunch of money, but you end up getting that money back somehow. Oh, to manufacture HSA withdrawals. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely a felony, but I don't know. Let's figure it out. So let's say, okay. So let's say that you bought like a bunch of dude, crazy man. That would be a really freaking hard thing to trace. You buy a bunch of eye drops. You buy Mm -hmm. 50 grand worth of eye drops. You keep those receipts. You know what? You return 50 grand something. worth of eye drops. You throw those receipts out. <laughs> I just realized something. Done. There's a flea market here called yeah. Smiley's. Okay. Uh, and it's like a flea market that like is, you just go there on the weekends and it's fucking wild. You can buy everything from like circular saw blades to like old silver Dude. coins. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, just Love whatever. a good flea market. And you got the big massive. like thing in the center with a zillion boxes with the tops off that are just mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, brand new dollar store items. Yep. Like I bought a set of poker chips there. Nice. Like you a rolly carousel poker chip thing or $10. like $10. No, it was like one of those like sort of like aluminum cases. Yeah. That, that should be like filled with a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Dude, I thought I'm those there, were so badass when I was a kid. When I am there. Yeah. There is this one Mexican family that has basically an entire CVS that they are operating. They sell everything. They sell shampoo, Robitussin, Irish Spring soap, Clorox wipes, everything yeah. that you could get at a CVS. They have, and it's all really super organized. Huh. You can go in and you can just buy like some head and shoulders two in one yeah. in any scent. They've got all the different flavors, you know? Yep. And uh, you just pick it up there. It's a dollar cheaper than it would be somewhere else. And it's You like, know they got that. First of all, how is this working? Where? <laughs> what is their source? I don't get it, right? But yeah. beyond that... What if they just, like, 
They're crazy is coupon an hackers. HSA manufactured spend scam. Wait, how? By selling are it to them? Just, are they oh. just going to CVS, buying a ton buying of shit? Buying stuff, selling it for a dollar less. Writing it off on their HSA, because it's not like, paying taxes on it, and then going and selling it at the flea market to get the money back. Dude. That's all I'm saying. This I want to do that. This could work, man. I Dude, that's the that. next mission, is figuring out how to get this money out of the HSA yeah. with manufactured spend. That's what's up. It's good that we're documenting this on a public podcast. Yep. It'll they won't be able the, to trace it back. Yeah. Yeah, it'll make the IRS like job a, super easy. Well, because it's a decentralized, you know, like thing. Yeah, you could be anyone. I could be anyone. Yeah, Dan Cole. Mm-hmm. On the um, on that note, on buying uh, things on okay, those people. Let's just pretend that they're buying stuff with coupons, and then that's my segue into buying uh-huh. like Head and Shoulders in bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I was oh, pups back, so just looking at me. Um, we did, 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 oh, yesterday I'm on Amazon mm-hmm. and there's an ad, a banner ad on Amazon from Amazon mm-hmm. that says, uh, re refill your gift card balance by a hundred dollars and get $10 for free or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. And I did bucks. it uh-huh. because it's a 10% return on my investment instantly. Yeah. Yep. I get to spend $110 mm-hmm. instead of a hundred instead of a hundred dollars like yep. instantly. Yep. So I don't, this is not an earth shattering thing, but this is like a mindset shift for me that I've been going through mm-hmm. is like, everything's an investment and it's all a percentage and just don't care about the, you know, Oh, 10 bucks, who cares? Whatever. No, it's like a 10% return. This is amazing yeah. and rejoice in it and, and do it and apply that to, you know, like, uh, I don't know, something about like deodorant or, you know, head and shoulders is on sale 40% off at Walgreens. Wow. I use head and shoulders. If I buy two years worth of head and shoulders, that's a, well, let's say one year worth of head and shoulders. That's a 40% return on my investment. Like mm-hmm. where could I put, and let's say that cost me a hundred dollars. Like where could I put a hundred dollars in and get a 40% return on investment? You know, right. right. Like nowhere. So anyway, cool. You know what I'm saying, man? I do know what you're saying. You get you get my meaning? I do get your meaning. Thanks, bud. Um, there's <sighs> that. So uh-huh. everybody listening, go to Amazon and give them $100 and make $10. Um, Because you out. spend money on Amazon anyway. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money. <laughs> That's the thing. Spend a lot of money on Amazon. And now I'm going to spend more. 10 more. 110 more. <laughs> That's how they get you. <laughs> so uh, my mom got- <laughs> always used to say she's probably listening to this my mom she'd be like i love kohl's they pay you to shop there <laughs> that is awesome because that, uh, that's when i say you got to spend money to save money when people shop at kohl's and like yeah. dude that kohl's cash man there. that's that's yeah. dude that's that's money in the pocket right there yeah. <laughs> kohl's cash baby do you accept kohl's cash <laughs> it's the equivalent <laughs> It's cash. Dude, <laughs> you know what Coles oh, could do so. right now to really save their brand? Coles must be struggling, right? Coles coin. Cole, that's what I'm saying. They take Coles cash and they just peg it to a cryptocurrency right now. Yeah. Like, now's Coles the best coin. time. There's never been a better time for Coles coin. You just say, 
all of your existing Kohl's cash yeah. has been rolled over into Kohl's coin. Yeah. Like you have Kohl's coin. We've issued each of you a wallet. You can come in store to pick it up. Um, you, uh, everyone's got a wallet. All that Kohl's cash you built up and never spent. Like <laughs> you got it now. Dude. And, uh, <laughs> We got to do it. We got to make Kohl's coin and then sell it to Kohl's. <laughs> we should just be consultants, honestly. Like, how many... <laughs> this is genius. Dude, Kohl's cash is like one of those physical objects <laughs> that is just inherently hilarious. Like, <laughs> if you saw me, like, open my wallet to, like, get dinner, <laughs> I just had a fat sack of Kohl's cash, you know, I don't even pull it out. They pay you to shop there. You just see like a bunch of Kohl's cash. They do pay you to shop there. <laughs> I can't handle it. Why is Kohl's cash so funny? <laughs> I, I feel like that's the explanation though, right? Like you open your wallet. You you clock everyone in the table clocking your Kohl's cash, right? And you're like, you just kind of shrug and you go, they pay you to shop there. <laughs> That's the line. Hey, it's money in the pocket. Oh, man. That's a uh, line from something where somebody, like, gives, like, their grandkid, like, like, coupons for yeah, graduation for or something. That's money in the yeah. pocket. That's money in the pocket. That's money in the pocket right there. It's just, like, you start, like, tipping people in Cole's cash. <laughs> Dude, that's the... some Cole's cash in the, the tip move. jar. You leave Cole's cash on your table after you get up from a restaurant. <laughs> dude dude i bet there's a market for you for like expired Kohl's cash i dude, bet if i go on ebay be... so i know that this stuff is Kohl's like cash? against tos or whatever but like i you know there's those like those marketplaces oh, where people like trade different credit card points and stuff okay yeah yes totally you know what i'm talking about the mar- they sell you mean the like they sell gift cards well, no, I'm talking like because you can transfer like Amex points or whatever. Right, right. And so there's Dude, some marketplaces <gasps> where like people will be like, yo, if you transfer me, like I just need like X number of Capital One points so that I can get this thing. So I'll trade you some Amex points for some Capital One points or whatever. Yep. And so there's like these marketplaces and they get shut down and I think it's against TOS. So if you get caught, like you could lose your whole setup. Sure. But people do it anyway because. It's the Wild yeah. West. Um, all I'm saying is we should make a marketplace for like trading like Kohl's cash and like all of the sort of like store currencies right. out there, including like, like I'll give you like $37 of Kohl's cash in exchange for your like punch Big card from Subway that's got eight right. holes in it. Yeah. You know, like whatever. Yeah. Dude, that's the, and just barter it. Yeah, just barter. Cause you, or even like this just it, in, you can go to eBay. Like you, you make it into like an exchange like Coinbase or something where like you monitor like what trades yeah. are going on and then you set exchange rates and like you do all this other stuff. Yep. You got to do it. We got to do it. People. You can go on eBay right now and buy $75, no, $85 in Kohl's cash that expires at the end of August for $75 right now. You could buy five dollars for two dollars. So even better just, deal. this is definitely uh, fraud, by the way. 
like you will get your Kohl's cash, but the way that these people are running these businesses is that they are like this is stolen credit cards. This is how it's work. This is how it's working. This is crazy, man. Like this is how carding people operate. They buy like gift cards or something like that with stolen credit cards, and then they sell those for a fraction of their value. Really? Yeah. Wait, but Kohl's cash you can't just buy. You have to buy shit at Kohl's, right? right? Yeah, for sure. But like you go to Kohl's, you buy some shit, you get the Kohl's cash. Then I assume you would either like return the shit. Yeah. Do you lose the Kohl's cash if you return the shit? Nah, I don't know, man. They can't what? take that from me. Is That's probably just that's, what they're doing. We got to do that. That's Caleb. what we got to do. Caleb. Because you could return stuff at Kohl's without a receipt, I presume. How many times do you have to buy and return oh, something bro. before you own it outright? Oh, dude. Dude, 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 dude. This is what you do. Wait, so wh- how much Kohl's cash do I get on a $50 pair of pants? Bunch Let's of money. Buy- how say I want to buy a $50 pair of pants. Kohl's cash per order i don't know how many calls oh i don't know dude i don't know let's say you get ten ten dollars ten dollars okay let's say ten dollars to make it easier so is there anything preventing me from buying the same pair of pants five times and then just owning it outright and getting it for free (laughs) right like could i buy a pair of pants return it buy it return it buy it return it buy it return it and then buy it with the cold cash that i've accumulated by buying it five times dude that's that's what's up man you gotta do that they paid (laughs) so this is here's what would actually work and you could actually do yeah you go to kohl's Mm -hmm. you buy something at kohl's that walmart also sells Mm -hmm. you get the kohl's cash Mm -hmm. you then go to walmart you return that item to Walmart because they're you can't super. Return it without a receipt. Hell yeah, you can. You can. You can. Walmart's okay. crazy, dude. You can return used underwear without a receipt, and 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 I know this <laughs> for a fact. My brother did this for okay. real. Shout out Brock. Like we went to to Walmart. He, he returned his Brock strap. I think he had yeah his Brock strap. I think it maybe it was like top like he he wears those um you know the the um wife beaters yeah that's the term <laughs> can we call them that these days that's what they're called they're wife beaters so he wears wife beaters because he's a laborer uh-huh. and because <laughs> he pieces and he just like had these used wife beaters that I don't know why <laughs> but we literally like went to Walmart no receipt just an open bag of wife beaters handed it to him and we got our store credit. Yeah, you don't. That's the thing. You get store credit. Ah, dude, we should. Oh man. Okay, we so you, get into well, that's this. fine. You just need to get something fungible from Walmart, then. Exactly. Right. Yeah. What is you know what Walmart has that's fungible is uh spray paint. Spray paint is so fungible. Is it? Yeah. Where do you sell spray paint if I you were to buy sell it? Sell graffiti, right? But how do how do you how do I do that? Well, you gotta know. So I'm just gonna go with like my backpack down to like the train station. I'm just saying, if you get four dollar and fifty cent cans of spray paint, yeah, and you sell them for four dollars, like people will buy them. Hmm. So like that's very fungible. Okay, that's good to know. Um, what else is fungible at Walmart? I mean, it, there's a lot of questions. Like, can I just use store credit to buy? A gift I mean, card? ammo. Probably not. Ammo is fungible. Ammo. Yep. 
Um, the nice thing about buying these things at Walmart is that when you buy them at Kohl's to get the Kohl's cash, you're probably overspending on whatever you're buying <laughs> to get the Kohl's cash. Well, they pay you to shop there. <laughs> After enough returns. Dude, Kohl's, bro? The, oh man. Well, the other thing we're not factoring in here is the discount you get with the Kohl's credit card. Which is like 15% or something oh, crazy is it? like that. I remember my mom explaining this whole hustle to me. Dude, when a department store asks you to open a credit card, you say yes. Period. You never ask. You just say yes. Okay. Um, the uh, So here's what you do, right? You go in, you get a bunch of things that they also sell at Walmart, right? But you yeah. get them all at once. One huge purchase. Okay. Right? Yeah. You just stack them up. You open the credit card so you get 20% off, right? So that knocks off any markup that Kohl's was making, right? Yep. Plus you're getting the Kohl's cash, right? Yep. Then you return it at Walmart. You get the store credit. You buy ammo. You sell the ammo. See the problem? Then you sell the Kohl's cash. What can, we, what can we buy at Kohl's that we can sell at Walmart? This is the problem because at Kohl's like... Okay. I feel like Hanes underwear is everywhere. Right. Yep. That's a good one. Hanes underwear. Yeah. Like underwear, socks. And then like, but if you end up in like the toy department or the like weird gadgets or like Father's Day $5 gift no stuff, guarantee. like the only place you're returning that is a TJ Maxx. Uh huh. They're in the whole network of like weird little $5 off brand keys. Yeah. Chotch keys. A wallet that's also a drone for get the dad get your dad the perfect gift for your your techie dad. It's called like Airwolf. <laughs> so Daniel, um, Coles, mm-hmm. dude, Coles is so legendary. They shop there. Do you, do you return Amazon stuff at Coles? Caleb, the dirty little secret is that I return nothing. <laughs> Dude, never returned. Never dude, returned a single thing. I have a hundred and fifty dollar massage. <laughs> I have a hundred and fifty dollar massage chair, uh, like that a masseuse would put you in to massage you, not like a massage chair that I could actually use <laughs> in my thing because I didn't return it. So, if you're looking, <gasps> hey, listener, you, if you got anybody in the masseuse industry, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna let me. you know right now. I never return shit. If I'm too lazy to ship it to Amazon, I'm too lazy to ship it to you. So you gotta come pick it up. Uh, Daniel, but I'm not gonna give you my address. <laughs> no, dude, returning Amazon. So I, I'm going on a fishing trip tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. and which is also a spear fishing trip. So I bought wetsuit tops, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you're like, I, I'm just gonna return it. Yeah. I had to experiment with sizes many times. So Do I you now remember own, the like, episode twenty percent time. Do you remember the episode of twenty percent time where you were like? You know, returning shit is just like you getting back at marketing, right? Because marketing is like it makes you buy things you don't need. But like you have this power too, which is that you could just return it. And then like two episodes later, you're like, I don't return things. Like I thought I did, but I don't. (laughs) I think, yeah, what did I do? I mean, well, I did the, you know, I did the, the, I actually did this. The The um, iPad. uh, I think it was the AirPods. Oh, the AirPods. My first set of AirPods. And it worked. I went back and I returned it. And I, you know, the, you for the it. listener, the, the personal agreement was I have to return the AirPods on this date, no matter what, even mm-hmm. if I buy them back two seconds later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't buy them back, but I later did. And I love my AirPods. Mm-hmm. So take that, Apple. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, really man. told them. I did. 
Dude, returns are crazy because you are actually like taking value from a place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Like what happens to returns? Especially return to AirPods. What happens to returns, Daniel, is the question. They go to TJ Maxx. They don't get put back into new stuff. No, they get put into the TJ Maxx circulation. That's crazy, man. Like, think about how many big ticket items get returned. No sweat to the consumer. And now this place is stuck with a $1,000 lemon. You know, 60-inch TV or something that you're like, I want to return this. Yeah. You know? That's wild. It is wild. It does make me question my old ways of buying and returning stuff at Best Buy for fun. Yeah, that's true. Best Buy really... you. Because I'm like, oh, you, you could have anything you, you want at Best the, Buy? <laughs> to Best Buy. <laughs> You're joking? Yes, of course. Okay. You should... This is to the listener. You should steal from Best Buy. Like, you should... When you go to Best Buy, you should steal a DVD <laughs> and then throw it out in the parking lot. So what's your beef with Best Buy? Just like, come on, Best Buy. <laughs> you should steal. I'm with it. Definitely got it. So, a DVD, you think? Yeah, just whatever. Just some, some small, like, kind of pocket-sized item that you don't want that you can throw away when you leave. Right. Just something you could just slip to, in your pants. Yeah, just and just steal there. Yep. Where um, should they not steal? Don't steal at mom-and-pop stores. Okay. Okay. Uh, don't steal... Don't steal at Micro Center. What's that? It's like... Best Buy for real nerds. Oh, word. Like it, you can buy like a CPU fan? Yeah. It, well, you can buy a CPU fan at Best Buy, but there's only one. Right. And it's like, like there's so many light, bright lights on it. And it's yeah. like for and gamers. 40% <laughs> marked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, but Micro Center is like you can choose between 80 motherboards to buy. Okay. Like they have a whole selection of computer parts and stuff. Don't steal from Micro Center. Because we want Micro Center to exist. We don't, we don't, we don't need that. <laughs> Daniel, we interrupt this broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Steal, guys. Steal. I think I just stole from my brother. Uh-huh. So we're going That's on this good. fishing trip, right? Steal okay. from family. Steal from Best Buy. Don't steal from Mama Pops. Don't right. steal it's from It's okay Micro to steal from family. Yeah. That, 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 That's an understood agreement. Yep. So my brother bought a guitar forever ago. Mm-hmm. A crappy guitar. 150 bucks something whatever plywood thing but served its purpose and it has become our like beach all the strings all six of them all six strings and so this thing has got chips in it out the wazoo there's no case you just bring it down to the beach set on the rocks it's fine whatever um we don't go to the beach much anymore whatever okay somehow the rogue ended up in my possession and i do these purges Mm -hmm. where i just like so i donated to goodwill a few weeks ago (laughs) i wasn't even thinking about it i was just like I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't use this. Brock lives oh. far away. I don't know. But anyway, we're going on this fishing trip, which you need a guitar on the fishing trip. And Brock just texted me and Mitch, do either of you know where my rogue is? <laughs> I know where his rogue is. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Goodwill. Dude, this is the story of mine and Brock's life. And when I tell him this, oh, it's oh. going to be so classic. This is it, man. There's so many... Like our relationship is founded on me being like a little punk and like abusing his stuff, you know. Uh-huh. Like I'm the Bam, I am Bam Margera. He is uh, Phil, <laughs> you know. 
but he hates hey, it now. Yo, <laughs> we're gonna shit in Phil's fucking chili, dude. It's this is jackass. I'm Bim. We're gonna have April hit oh Phil gosh. with a frying pan. <laughs> That's a really good Bam impression, dude. Thanks, dude. That's yeah, crazy. I grew dude. up. I grew up in. Uh, well, I didn't grow up there, but I'm from the Mid Atlantic. So that uh, that sort of dirtbag idiot accent that That's... Uh, everyone in Maryland and Pennsylvania has. Yeah, man. But it, it is true. Uh, so Bam Margera. Mm-hmm. Um, not doing good. Not doing good, man. Not doing good. Did you see his Oddly, thing? Steve-O doing great. Steve-O is on top of the world. Steve-O yeah. is a shining example of everything good. I don't yeah. know. Dude's been sober for like a million years. Like a million years. And he's all like clean cut. Yeah. Living and great. just whatever. But Bam. yeah, Bam is sliding down. Dude, I mean, I, so I follow Steve-O. Like he's, I, you know, whatever. I, I'm exposed to Steve-O. Not Bam though, but I used to be into Bam. Like v- Vivo. The, the heartogram. Like I had that on my skateboard and whatnot. Like, I don't know. He, he was badass. Yep. Um, but which in Bam hindsight, Margera, like uh, element skateboard. Oh, nice. So Bam. Margera. Well, first side note, he is such an asshole. Oh my gosh. Uh Uh Like watching any of that stuff now, you'd be like, how in the world? What is wrong with me? Like, why? The 2000s were kind of a fucked up decade. Why was this okay? Like, this is crazy. It is crazy to me. Dude, I watched his Pimp My Ride. Not Pimp My Ride. Formulating a hypothesis that the 2000s (laughs) were the horniest decade. Okay. And I feel like Jackass like ties into that somehow. I don't I exactly mean, know. He how. wore his pants like very low with no underwear. Yeah. You it could was always a horny see, decade. Like, it was a weird time. He did did he pop popularize that? Like, I mean that that didn't stick. Mm-hmm. But you know, where you like have no shirt on. It's kind of like that like, like skater plumbers crack thing. Well, but frontal. Mm-hmm. It's frontal. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It's like Led Zeppelin, but without even like the unbuttoned shirt, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So yeah, Bam, insane. Totally crazy. I watched his, um, what's the, the MTV show? MTV Cribs. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Did you I've watch never seen his Cribs. No. Oh, right. Cause you, did you watch MTV Cribs or Pimp My Ride or any of that? I have seen episodes of these. But shows. like you weren't like exposed to this stuff because you were. Yeah, I wasn't like living. sitting down when it came when it came on. Yeah, on that's Thursday crazy. Or whatever. Yeah, but whatever. His MTV Cribs, he just starts like harassing Phil, like just starts punching him, you know, like hard, and like pushing him around and like, uh, whatever, like body slams him on the bed. This is his dad. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. It's so sickening. It's like not a nice guy. You have no respect. Your dad has no respect for himself. Yeah. Like this is the most freaking The whole show was just him being a dick to his thing. parents. Yeah, that was the whole show. Effectively. Yep. Yeah. Dude, crazy man. But hey, anyway. y'all, Phil just got back from work. <laughs> We're gonna dump blue paint all over him. <laughs> Dude, it sounds just like him. So I haven't followed Bam forever. I'm watching a like last I checked in, he was what he used to be. I'm uh-huh. watching some skateboard video. And I'm like, wait, I recognize that guy. Yeah. Dude, it was cr- he's huge. Like, he's, he's huge. huge. He's and huge. And he's, he's terrible like at skateboarding now. Yeah. And he looks like garbage. Just looks, all the life is gone from that man. Yeah. it, it Dude, it's wild. Like, I'm like, yeah. this is nuts, dude. You used to be a pro skateboarder. That's yeah. nuts. Wild. Anyway, 
you know, professional athlete. That's bizarre. Yeah. It's wild. Bizarre. Bizarre. So, yeah, man. So there's your tax tips. <laughs> yeah, we really covered tax. Oh, wait, taxes. we have to finish this Amazon Kohl's thing. When you return something on Amazon, there's an option to return it at Kohl's. You've never seen this screen before because Whoa. you've never returned anything. But in the like UPS drop-off or UPS pickup, there's Amazon return. Here's the beauty of it, Daniel. This could change you. How close are you to a Kohl's? I don't know. You don't shop at Kohl's? No. Dude, they, they pay you to shop. <laughs> Daniel, you can take your item. Here's why this is so revolutionary. You don't need a box. You just take the item you to the store. You take the naked item. You put it the on the counter. Item. They have a dedicated spot in all Kohl's's mm-hmm. for these Amazon. They have like a staffer who's there mm-hmm. to box up your thing. So you don't have to worry about you ordered something small but came with a bunch of other stuff in a giant box or you broke down the box. or That's sick. Dude, you just bring it there, you drop it off, and guess what? what? They give you a nice fat Kohl's coupon on your way out. Really? Yeah, they do. Oh, look at that. It's yeah, like 25% off yeah. your next They're purchase. They're pushing those things pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, they pay you to shop there. Are they? Are there tax tips that we didn't cover? I'm sure there are many. Do you have, <laughs> do you have like a real zinger? A real zinger? Oh, what's a zinger, You got man? the big yellow book by the, by the Esquire, Escort. Oh, well, yeah, what was a good one here? I'm glad they touched on what? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, my litmus test. My litmus test is if they know about, like, how you can take out capital gains for no, like, you can pay 0% capital gains. I don't know about that. You want to talk about that? If you have a low income. Okay. And so you can actually make your income low with an S corp. With your S corp, right. Yeah, so there, the, the power of the S corp is that you can lower your earned income, which is uh-huh. a powerful knob to be able to turn. Mm-hmm. And it's actually more valuable the less you make mm-hmm. because it saves you FICA because mm-hmm. half of your money you can take out as a dividend, which you don't pay FICA on. It's just a straight up loophole like Medicare and Social Security. Um, that's the beauty of the S corp is that. But... The uh, FICA, yeah, you save on FICA, whatever. But actually, you stop paying FICA after like 130K or something anyway. So if you make like a bunch of money, mm-hmm. you're already above the threshold that you'd save any money doing an S-Corp. Um, but there's all sorts, dude, I don't know. I'm, 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 the jury's out on the S-Corp because you don't get the 20% pass-through deduction that you get with, uh, whatever, Trump mm-hmm. made a thing where you get 20% of your self-employed income as a deduction. Mm-hmm. And I think when you use an S corp, you only get twenty percent on the earned income portion. So mm-hmm. if you take half your income and earned income, you just lost out on all that deduction. Mm-hmm. Which is like, which is better, saving the FICA or save or the twenty percent deduction? And I don't actually remember the math, but the other thing to keep in mind is that it lowers your in- earned income, which lowers your cap to invest in a solo four hundred one k, which you need if you don't have. You need a solo four hundred one k. You got to get a solo 401k. No, yeah, I've got to do a lot of things. Guy's got to answer my phone calls. But you can do that yourself. And Vanguard makes it so easy. If you uh, make a bunch of money, you can invest up to like $54,000 in your solo 401k, Mm -hmm. which is insane. We've talked about the the Mitt Romney traditional IRA, right? I don't know. There must have been an episode about this, but I'm just going to read the Mitt Romney traditional IRA story. Keep talking, though. 
Okay. Mitt Romney IRA. This story, I'm just going to read this out loud to you because this is some of those buck wild stuff I have ever heard in my life. Okay. This is the this is a No Plans to Merge reading series, okay? And we'll stop and react as needed. I'm ready. This is in the Atlantic, uh, September 10th, 2012. What's really going on with Mitt Romney's $102 million IRA? Oh, yeah. Okay. You've heard this story? I mean, there's a bunch of people. Like um, Peter Thiel has a some ridiculously wealthy Roth. You know something is pretty unusual about Mitt Romney's extraordinary $102 million IRA when Stephen Ratner his fellow former private equity mogul, can go on national television and marvel at just how Romney was able to do it. Admittedly, Ratner is a somewhat partisan skeptic. He was Obama's car czar and has been busy reinventing himself as a limousine liberal pundit since his own bribery scandal, blah, 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 blah. All right, I guess I shouldn't read this whole thing. Here's the story. Basically, Mitt Romney uh, and his wife like invested the maximum amount of money into their IRA that they were able to do. Yep. And uh, because he owned Bain Capital, uh, they because created a special f- Bain Capital, Blood. which is a hedge fund. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, created a special fund at Bain Capital um, that basically only existed to invest their IRA in. Yeah. So like Bain managed their IRA. In this okay. special fund. Mm-hmm. Then Doritos was about, or not Doritos, Domino's was about to go out of business. Mm. So Bain Capital. Shorted uh, Domino's? No, they just bought the majority of Domino's oh. as like private equity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they like restructured Domino's and the stock price went up a ton. Mm. And mm-hmm. all of his IRA was basically in Domino's. So he like, hmm. he like basically like, uh, they shorted Domino's, then they bought Domino's, then they built Domino's back up. So they basically like dump and pumped Domino's. Yeah. And uh, anyway, regardless, somehow he was able to like extract $100 million tax-free from this like crazy. That's bizarre. Movie. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, you can, the on tax tip, mm-hmm. you can self-direct your IRAs and your 401ks, your solo 401k, and your HSA. All of these can be self-directed, which means you could invest in real estate with your 401k. You could invest, you could buy a chunk of a private business. You could, yeah, it's you crazy. Do whatever you want. So that's why like people are all like, oh my gosh, these people with these crazy IRAs. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, they're just, I mean, I don't know. Well, I see this so, stuff and I'm it's like, so crazy for you, because it's basically let me like, get in on it. How do I get in on this? It's so crazy because like you just need to sit around. Like if you, if you are a person who like has inside trading information or can manipulate stock prices hmm. like Mitt Romney can. Right? Well, he didn't... I mean, he, like, turned a company around. He bought well, a failing company and turned it around, right? Right. Well, I mean, I believe the, I believe the like, controversy is that, like, they did a bunch of things to make the company fail, then they bought, then they bought it, then they made okay. it good again, right? Gotcha. Okay. Um, but anyway, regardless, like, if you have access to sort of, like, the knowledge and power to be like bank capital or something. Uh-huh. You just your whole life put the maximum money you can into your 401k. Then like right before a big trade happens, you like move your entire 
IRA into that fund, make the big trade, then pull the money out, and you get all of those gains on that thing tax-free, which is crazy. It is crazy. Mad crazy. Yep. Anyway, love taxes, to see baby. it. Self-directing IRA. That's the the move. Like if I ever do that, that that's that's a like uh that's a kung fu move right there. Hell yeah. Having a self-directed IRA or 401k or HSA. But that's Hello. yeah. Dude, there's so many ways to like stuff money into those things. It's just crazy. It's crazy. And it's so exhilarating. So <sighs> So yeah. So there's all that. But the tax tips, uh, I think owning real estate is a good thing. I'm learning the way it's, yeah. the tax is treated, um, you know, like where you can sell all, all the gains you make from selling a property. You can roll over and not pay tax on and roll over and into your next property and keep doing that. So it's a way of deferring taxes in a pretty huge way, which is great. Um, yeah. So anyway, and then losses like, you know, I mean, this is all stuff. This stuff is not new. And it's not, it's not new to me. It's not new to whatever, but it's powerful stuff that is if you take the time like to use losses, like that's the other, these are all like next level stuff, like using losses to help yourself. Um, like if you're, you know, if your stocks go way down, like tax loss harvesting, if your stocks go way down and you sell them and then buy back, you can't do, it's not, you can't do a wash sale. So you can't like sell and buy the same stock, but you can buy adjacent stocks. So the whole stock market goes down. You sell that, you just created a huge loss that didn't exist before. So now you can take that loss and apply it to all sorts of things. Um, I don't remember if, you, if you're taking like a gains loss, if you can apply that to earned income tax, but there's a lot of ways you can use real estate losses, stock market losses in your income tax, even a small business loss. Dude, you could be an employed person. You could work at Titan and you could start a side business because you like, I don't know, coloring coloring books and you sell these daniel colored coloring books that are signature mm-hmm. and you it's a horrible business you suck at business you lose a bunch of money but let's say that you are already coloring coloring books and like you color on the plane a lot you know like charlotte gives you coloring books so you don't you know so you're not too um whatever disruptive on airplanes yeah because otherwise you I'll got to color books. the backs of the seats Exactly. So now that you have the coloring book and that's your coloring book business, you're writing off your flights, you're writing off all this stuff. And so your business creates a huge loss. It's just a garbage business, but you can use that loss against your income tax Mm -hmm. um, for Titan. And then you're just making money in the pocket. It's a way of making money with a garbage business, Mm. you know, but you have to abide by all the rules and whatever. And you can only do that so long, but there, dude, there's just so many ways, you know, so many ways to lower your taxes big time. I tell you, Caleb. Daniel. Would you be interested? Yep. Yep. In queuing Oh. The outro. Mute. The Music. Music. Minute, 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 minute. <laughs>